We wanted to have uh, some family time to interact with you. As you remember, this summer I went on sabbatical. And, I, and I've had a few chances to, to share a little bit about what God was, was teaching Chris and myself as we went through that. And um, I wanted to take today and to maybe share more um, about that with you. Chris and I have been reflecting on our time here at Good News Bible Church, and I can tell you without a doubt that both of us see Good News not just as our church, but our family. Chris's family lives about 1,200 miles from here, and mine about 800. And Good News has been our family, and we thank God so much for the opportunity to have been here 35, 36 years here in Humboldt Park, Logan Square. And um, you think about the length of a pastor. Some say four years is the, the length, some up to seven or eight. But we rejoice that we've been able to be here by God's grace for all those times. I, I, I think about the fact that, that Chris uh, taught Janelle, Benny and Joseph's, daughter when she was two, and she taught Vanessa, Nada's daughter, when she was two, and Sarah, when she was two, and down the line, <laughs> now they have kids that are older than two. Um, but we've been blessed. We've seen the area change so much over the years, and through it all, our desire has been to, to reach the community for Jesus Christ. Uh, and to be involved in any way that God would have us. At the same time, we realize we aren't getting any younger. Our energy levels aren't what they used to be. So after a time of, of prayer and really a long time of consideration and counsel, we've interacted with a lot of people that we really value their, their input. We've made a decision to transition out of ministry here at Good News um, with um, intention of making the end of next summer the end of our ministry here. And um, it's, it's, it's tough because your family is the right thing. We've always, always said that it's not about us about the news Bible church. So based on the need, if, if, if necessary, we'll be willing to, to, to remain on for a transition period with the successor up through December of next year. Um, today, I just want to kind of share with you, that this wasn't a quick decision that was just recently made. Uh, Kerry will tell you that he and I have talked probably for the last couple of years. Um, I talked with Aaron some when he was on staff. So it's been a process of time of just um, working through that and really seeking God uh, uh, with that. About a year ago, I um, began talking with the elder council and telling them within a year or two that, that I wanted to, to um, transition out. Uh, in March of this year, I purchased books on church transitions and pastor transitions because I wanted our elders to begin to process what that looks like and what that means and what is that whole 
uh, process look like for, for us at Good News? On a regular basis, I, I, I've got a mentor named Bill Reed. He is uh, a representative from Great Lakes District to the Evangelical Free Church, and he and I meet regularly. In last March, he and I began to interact, and he suggested that I take that sabbatical that I wasn't going to take to pray and to process all these thoughts that were going through my mind. And um, so while we're away, um, you know, the Lord really just began to to clarify uh, and, and, and to lead us. And so once we got back from our sabbatical in August, um, I began to interact with each of the elders individually and, and giving them that uh, um, idea that, that we were, were planning on transitioning out. <laughs> I mentioned earlier we've been here for 35, 36 years. I, I, I came here first in 81 as a summer missionary at ICI and was a part of Good News then. Came on staff in 1982 uh, with Inner City Impact. Chris joined me in 1983 when we were married. While uh, working at ICI, I was a deacon and then an elder. In the midst of that transition from Inner City Impact um, to Good News, we detoured to Alabama for eight months. Some of you may remember, I really had a burden for African Americans down south in Alabama. And um, it was so funny, I went down and I couldn't find a job. Um, and the place I really wanted a job so badly, uh, after Pastor Wayne had asked me to come on staff here, my, I think my very first day, first two or three days, I got a call from them saying, Mr. Edmonds, we got a job for you. And I said, no, God has led otherwise. But um, we've been here for a long time. I came on staff in, in uh, November of 1990. And then uh, as an associate pastor, and then shortly after Pastor Wayne left in, in uh, 2009, I served as interim until January of, of uh, 2011 when I was installed as the senior pastor. Throughout the years, my wife, Chris, has been faithful. I mentioned a while ago that she taught uh, all those girls um, when they were so young. She's been involved in children's ministries. That's been her passion and her heart. Um, she even started God's Kids Ministry, which we have in the second hour, uh, and was involved in that for a long time. She oversaw the uh, Sunday School Ministry when we had that um, for children. Um, at one point, she taught a very thriving women's uh, Bible study uh, during the day. And she served in just so many different ways. In the midst of all that, she served on the Women's Ministry Committee. She served um, on the Christian Education Committee. So Chris has been just as involved. Add to that, as associate pastor and then senior pastor's wife, she's been involved in ministry with me. She uh, hosted our mosaics various times over the years. She's counseled with me, uh, premarital and marital counseling. So Chris uh, has been right beside me. And so these decisions are decisions that we make together. As for what's next for us, we've begun to explore some options. We've got a couple of options that we could um, move toward, but we don't feel peace about those right now. Um, we're asking for your prayers that God would lead us. 
Soon, the elders will be putting together a search committee to begin that process of looking for a new senior pastor. Again, the intention is for that process to be done by September of next year, with a new pastor assuming responsibilities in September. It, it could be completed much sooner, based on what the church committee comes up with. But Chris, I want to reiterate. been rich, been so rich, being a part of the body, part of the family, we've been blessed by you, so many ways, and then especially when Chris went through cancer, You guys were great. You served us. Wonderful. <clears throat> Thank you for allowing us to serve you. You know, know that you got so many questions, and we don't have all the answers. I know the elders are committed um, so much to, to keeping you abreast of what's going on, of opportunities and direction in this whole process. And, and we ask for your patience and, um, and definitely for your prayers, um, not just for Chris and I, but for the church <laughs> as it goes through this transition. I mean, think about it. The news has had two senior pastors. So it's not a, not a little thing. So we ask for, for patience and for, just for God to lead and guide in all of this. And I've had Pastor Kerry here because I know one of the questions that's going to come to your mind immediately is, what about Pastor Kerry? What, how does it affect him? And so I've asked him to share. We thought, yeah, we thought it would be best for me to share with you as family instead of having individual conversations or side conversations, because that might be a, a next question some folks have. And, um, you know, God has brought me on a journey here at Good News. Um, I started out as outreach pastor a year ago, and then shortly thereafter became associate pastor. And um, I've, always, I've always thought that the, the calling of associate pastor is different than the calling of senior pastor. So even as I've served as associate pastor, I've not always been sure about the calling to be senior pastor in my life. You know, even when Ralph would mention it years ago, hey, is this something you might be interested in? I would honestly say, uh, I'm not sure. Because it's a, it, it is a different calling. And God has been work, at work in my life uh, recently. Uh, the sabbatical was huge last year. Um, but one of the main ways is through Ralph. Um, one thing that I admire about Ralph the most is his value for shared leadership. It's just amazing. Does anyone else agree? I mean, what he just said is he's been here 
at the church for longer than I've been alive. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, um, and yet he, he has made space for me. And yet he's given me a voice. And it's been so empowering. So as he's, you know, shared leadership, um, I've had different experiences with, with some of sharing these responsibilities with Ralph, the, the more senior pastor responsibilities. And, and it has started to feel like, like me. I don't know any way else to say it, but it started to feel like I'm operating out of maybe how God has made me. And, and not like I'm playing a part or not like I'm doing someone else's job. But even if it's tough, hearing a faint song in my heart, like this, is, this might be what makes my heart sing. And so after praying and, and, and Lisa praying and praying together, what we've decided to do is um, to be one of the candidates in the application process for senior pastor. So we will um, go through that process and, and trust God for the outcome and see what God has because I just want to echo another thing that I admire about Ralph is I can't tell you how many times he has said in prayer or to me regarding the church, God, this is not about me. And so... I want to echo that too, that same thing, that this is God's church, and that is so encouraging. So we're just going to go through the process and trust him for the outcome because he loves us and he loves this church. And one more thing uh, that we want to bring before you is God's been laying on both Pastor Terry's heart and and my heart. in recent months, a desire to, to sit down with you individually, maybe as a couple or as a family, and to, to hear what's going on, just to, to listen. We're calling it a listening tour. And we want to get with you, maybe one night a week or two nights a week, or maybe sometimes during the day, we'll block out time um, so we can listen to your needs and, and have you share what's on your heart for the church and for this community. Um, and so our goal is to start in, in December. And if we can reach everybody, we want everybody mm-hmm. to be involved. If we can do it all in December, great. Mm-hmm. If we can't, we'll extend it into January. But we want to, to, um, to hear from, from each of you um, where you are again, what's on your minds, how can we be praying for you? Um, especially if we go through this transition, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And, and again, um, what will happen is this coming week, you'll, get, you'll receive an email. We're going to try to set up slots of, of 30 minutes where you can, can sign up. And um, we'll be sending out more details, like I said, this week. And um, if we don't have your email address, please give it to us because we want you to be involved um, with us. Anything else on that do you want to say? Sure, just to, um, re- just to reiterate, our, our desire really is to talk to everybody. Um, and we realize not everybody might be interested in that, but 
really we would like to talk to everybody and the primary focus is to listen uh, because we realize some people might have concerns and questions and hey where's the church at and um, even frustrations to be honest and we want to hear that and and uh, we want to help people be a part uh, of what's going on and um, you know if, if you feel like you're experiencing some sort of roadblock um, to help people navigate that and say, hey, how can, we, how can we all be a part of this? So that's our desire. Okay. If we could, I'd like for us to gather together in a circle. And I want us to pray. To pray for the church, to pray for this transition time period.